2023, the year of the rabbits. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine of the Sticks and Balls podcast. I'm your host, Matty Marrett here, joined with my other two co-hosts, Alex Tiplady and Henry Berridge, and with our guest star, Emil, the first fresher on the Sticks and Balls podcast. Welcome. Very privileged. Yes, we're back for another episode of the Sticks and Balls podcast. I'd like to say to everyone, a happy new year. I hope everyone has had a very, very, very lovely Christmas. And yeah, we are back. Um, it's fair to say we are slightly hungover as we went on a Monday chalk uh, last night and it was absolutely brilliant. Some have said it was the best night of 2023. Really? The year of the rapid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the episode we are speaking about today is, um, it's actually a bit of a deeper episode today. We are talking about dealing with grief and dealing with, uh, dealing with grief, sorry, and dealing with home hardships. But as I said in the introduction, we have our guest star, Emil. Emil, what's your surname actually? Pedersen. Very Emil Pedersen. Yes. Very Danish name. Well, welcome Emil. How are you feeling to be on the podcast? Wonderful. Slightly hungover. Yes. Yeah, we went out as a team last night and we had a great night. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but obviously, as every single person comes on this podcast, we are asking the typical introduction question. What is your top three pints? What are your top three favourite pints? Yeah, that, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> Go on. Very different from the usual type. Okay. As a follower of the podcast, I've, mm. I've listened to every single top three pints. I you told me you only listened to three when we were sat downstairs, and then you got bored. Uh, as a follower, I'll, I've listened to a few of them. Okay. I'll, I'll I back a meal and listen to a decent amount. He got so defensive about that. You've told me you've only listened to three. <laughs> I see the minutes uh, so everyone listens to it. Yes, coming in number three, I'm going to go for just quite a basic Prada. That's okay. Yeah, is there any affordable? So drunk probably a lot of that. Yeah, it's quite um decently priced pint for the quality of beer yes. as well. It's, it's quite a very yes. pub beer, isn't it? What do you mean? Can you even buy Prava in a supermarket? That's a brilliant question. I don't think that's I've a ever really had good Prava question. I've never seen it. Or a can yeah, or a, a sock. We've only had a Prava in our top three once, and that was for tippers in the Lewis Road in Prava. <laughs> I was chatting at my ass. Yeah, you were just, I just chatting shit. I had one shit. from uh, Falmer Bar. And it was pretty shit, but... Yeah, that's that good. But I think that. Prava is only like 50p more than a Carling, excuse me. Uh, and I think it's so much more worth it than... Because I think a Carling is Agreed. just disgusting. Um, so what is your number two? Number two. So this would be number one, but I've recently come back from a stag do in Ireland. Oi, oi. Whereabouts in Ireland? Oh, I think it's in a, it's a little town called... Hembethley. <laughs> um, Dublin. Oh, oh, fellas, can't remember. Oh, that okay, no worries. Be, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what is the pint? Uh, so it would be a Guinness at number one, but my stomach was destroyed after the stag do. Oh, were you just drinking? Me and that toilet spent too much time together. <laughs> so... So that's uh, your number it two? It's gone down to number two. Wow, interesting. Yes. I'm actually really growing on a Guinness now. I just oh, yeah. No, I can drink it now. I can drink it. What What I like about, think about a Guinness though, it's not a pint where you're going to drink loads. It's, you know, when you're going to football and just, or going to watch some sports sport and have one or two? Yeah, just the one. That's where a Guinness is mm. perfect because it's heavy. You drink it a bit slower. That's when I like a Guinness. I would not drink it like, on a yeah. like yeah. drink loads and loads on a night. It's pretty out. heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I really don't like it, but I was at the rugby with my dad and some of his mates, mm. and we got there, and bloke went off to the bar, came back with like eight pints of Guinness, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> sake, I've actually got to drink one now because I can't be like in front of my dad's <laughs> mates. I don't like Guinness. Uh, so no, I'm not bitch. <laughs> so I just suffered drinking Guinness all day, but I got pretty battered. And then when I was, I actually drank like more pints of it than you said and it got smoother and easier to drink yeah the drunker i got that same with everything really. the only day i've had a, like a full day of drinking guinness is uh when i did, went on st patrick's day last year when they had the street party where they just had a bar outside and, uh fiddler's elbow i think is what the pub's called mm. would definitely recommend it but sorry anyways what is your number one then no, now not. this will turn a lot of heads okay no. have we heard At this before no. no okay definitely not mm. it begin with c and end in either <laughs> <laughs> no at number one i spent a lot of time in australia last year and oh yes my number one pint is foster's 
Wow. 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 Good call. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Oh, the memories, mate. Really? I love it. Sitting on the beach, enjoying the lovely footers. That is really nice. Yeah. I actually respect that, to be fair. Yeah. Fosters. Fosters was uh, my go-to when I was younger. The whole yeah. Time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was that blue crate of 10, <laughs> those long, skinny-ass glasses. Yeah. Very easy to chop with those thing yeah. glasses, actually. Yeah, I really like a Fosters glass. I think I definitely had a year, I think two years ago during COVID at uni, where I was only drinking Fosters. <gasps> yeah, we we haven't had that before. We have not. Uh, it's not even been mentioned or no, spoken never about. No, never even got honourable mentions. I actually really respect it. It's well, as, uh, yeah, so you. as a top three, Prava, Guinness and Fosters. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a pretty good top three. It's, uh, from the, out, from, yeah, from the looking in. From the outside, it sounds a bit shit because I personally yeah. don't like Guinness. Yeah, Bravo's not really highly rated, and Foster's, we all <laughs> say, is a bit shit. Mm. But we like the memories attached yeah. to yeah. the. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I really like that Foster's pick yeah. with the memories Australia, attached. Australia, Foster's wouldn't be close to the top. Three. Really? So you no. just rank it a lot in Australia then? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the only thing I knew they had on tap. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so that was a very good top three. So Emil, you are officially the first fresher we've had on this podcast. Um, how does it feel being the first year at university? What's it like? Oh, great question. It's, mm. I enjoy it. I was definitely ready to come to university. Um, I feel like first year I have taken it quite, oh, actually, I can't say it. My mum's going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he's taken the prison dance floor by storm is what he's saying there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What were you going to say, mate? Uh, no, I'm really enjoying it. I was definitely ready to come. Uh, I've always been like a social person, so yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. We can tell that when you're with the boys, anyway. So was that a gap year in Australia before uni then? Uh, oh, I was working uh, a bit in Denmark, a bit in England to get some money. And then I went. Yeah. yeah, most of my time in Australia, but did like Europe and a bit of did Mexico as well. Oh, so. I'm very, yeah, very jealous. That is sick. Yeah, Mexico's yeah. meant to be one of the best places. Oh, to be fair, in the world. it wasn't like Central Mexico. So oh, okay. Good, like, oh, okay. Spring break. Little island off Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still sick, though, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was unreal, wasn't it? Okay, so, yeah, how does it feel then coming into university this term? It's quite a... Uh, it's very fast-paced, isn't it, university, I feel like. I mean, you were travelling anyway, so you're probably in a quite a fast-paced life anyway. But how does it feel, like, coming in now, being in the uni routine? Did you enjoy your proper first term? Do you feel, like, more comfortable now with starting yeah, no, second, I'm, second I'm term? I'm definitely very confident. I think I settled in very quickly. Yeah. What was it like coming to your first few hockey socials? How did it feel going to that first caveman one? Yeah, that is personally my favourite one so far. I think it I always is the best. Yes, 100%. Uh, I may have stepped the barrier a little bit that night and I found myself... Uh, stuck in the prison toilet but oh my gosh yes unbelievable night though I forgot that yeah it's how long were you asleep in there two hours Jesus I once made it to 45 minutes about went for little chums sat down on the toilet seat was like I'm just gonna have a two minute quick quick snooze come out 45 minutes later blokes like you've been in there for so fucking long (laughs) what were you doing I was like Oh, God, <laughs> and he's like oh we're gonna get you a bottle of water and get you home i was like thanks mate like, last place i wanted to be the, f- the funniest thing is that when you're like asleep in there there's probably people waiting to go in and shit <laughs> and they're just thinking this guy's taking so fucking long because there's two cubicles isn't there the, no, the, no 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 oh, there's only the main one room. you fell asleep I'm, in the main yeah, oh in I the booth got in because in main room the toilets are like the toilet door is like ceiling to floor yeah so you can't like look in oh if you're okay in the prison ones the bouncers have a look over um and they'll like bang on and wake you up mm. yeah no, all i remember was looking at my phone and it was three <laughs> <laughs> and uh did you last leave? time i remember looking at my phone it was half 12 uh and i just remember a huge bang on the door like yeah that's, really that's the only reason i left the club i was i stayed overnight <laughs> that would be going that is oh, so no. good you just woke up yeah. and it said 3 a.m on your phone yeah, literally was that the first time you drink drinking snake bite as well? Uh, yes, 100%. Yeah, what do you think about the, the drink? Uh, I'm not a big fan. Are you not? the memories though. I feel like yeah. when you drink a pint of snake bite on a Wednesday, it just reminds you of everything you've just coughed back up the, the, the week before. But then after you have those first two pints, I just you're absolutely quite fine. I like it. Oh, I do quite, it's so easy to drink as well. I used to well. chat shit about the Falmer Bar snake bite, but we came here. So much better than walkabout. 
No, no, I always thought walkabout was better. No. The found bar one, they always got the ratios off, but we started a social here last Wednesday, mm. I believe. Yeah, what did you make him drink? I never asked. Just two pints each. Two pints each. Or I think some people had three as well. There you go. Oh, yeah, for those of those listening who don't know, we had a fantastic Mario Kart social last hey. week. Fantastic job from uh, Mr. Tip Lady, the social sec again, where we did a pop crawl on scooters with about 40 lads just whirling around. Yeah, pretty in. good fun. Popped into World's End, did the little oh my God. racing game there. Yes, if you are in Brighton and you haven't been to the World's End, get down there. What a pub. First time oh, going there. Pub real fun it's like an arcade upstairs isn't it yeah, you get yeah. to play games and there's places you can put your pints. pints of corona in there oh, i thought it was cronenberg cronenberg correct <laughs> mm. uh, or 60 from the back 64 from the front say again what, what are you on um right so now we've asked you a bit about uh Emil about just getting in we are going to talk about this the whole point of this episode today uh for those listening is that we we're talking about home hardships and dealing with grief now the reason why we're talking about this is because i personally have just first dealt with grief for the first time in my entire life um yeah so on um 24th of december last year my grandma unfortunately passed away uh, and it's the first time I've ever dealt with grief in my entire life. Um, and I'm all for, I'll bring this up because it's something recent. I mean, we're on this podcast every week anyway, so that's the whole point of it. And I thought if I speak about this and let people listen, and people listen to it, they might feel more comfortable, uh, might feel relatable or relatable. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, to be honest, right now. Have anyone, has anyone else ever dealt with grief? I have. My grandmother died... 10 years ago this mm. March actually 15th of March Ides of March sadly died in a car crash really a lorry was going uh, wrong side of the road Jesus smashed her little car it was a Friday Very night vivid. I remember it so fucking well do you Friday night had a babysitter around I could even we had a 15 inch farmhouse pizza from St John's in Woking oh, I actually don't like, I just don't remember like every Friday would have it yeah babysit around parents come back in the front door like an hour and a half after leaving see like the look on my mum's face and i like i me and my sister both started crying even before we knew what had happened really just because like the look of their it's mate pretty Jesus. fucking hard yeah so ridiculous were you really close with your Bruce, your nan definitely closer with her she was my closest grandparent Mm. I don't actually have any uh, granddads. Never have done, sadly. No way. Both died before I was born. Oh, okay. Um, one died actually like two weeks before I was born. Named after him. Come on. Really? Yeah. Um, That's quite sweet. Yeah. One of those things. Wearing his signet ring, actually. Come on. Come on. Um, but I can't remember what I was saying now. But yeah, back to my grandma. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So she lived in Wiltshire um, and my other grandma lives in Cornwall it's just because it's so clo much closer we she would like come and stay with us so much more mm. like I'd go on I'd stay at her house for like a week in the summer have a holiday with her pretty good fun yeah but yeah tough times mate grandparents are un it's unre underrated I, I like to think I was really really close with my grandma like I considered her like one of my, my best friends in a way like you know I don't know whether you guys believe in like soulmates and all that, but I believe soulmates come in different forms of things, not necessarily just a relationship. I definitely, definitely think my grandma was one of them. She was just, it was just always unconditional love. She was just always so happy to hear about me and talk to me about anything. And the good thing, the positive thing about it was that it wasn't unexpected. Like when I came home for Christmas, I knew she was like really ill. So then when she, I found out she passed away, it wasn't as bad because I feel like I'd said everything to her before she went essentially. But it just felt like just the weirdest thing ever inside. Like, I've never really felt a, a feeling like that before where you just lose someone, like, so close to you. And it's right tough. If you you say you, like, you know she was dying. Yeah. Um, and got to say goodbye, like, obviously for me, like, complete opposite. Actually, like, it was a bit, it's quite a bit sad. A bit sad. Mm. It on my mind a bit. Or very rarely. But the last time I saw her, I actually had left on an argument no which way is so, like, one, of, one of those thing. things you just got to be like oh she know like yeah. yeah whatever but like i couldn't i can't remember any other argument for my whole life apart from this i was in the back of a car with football boots on 
purposely stood on my sister's foot <laughs> with boots on, just being a little prick. Yeah. Um, and she like had a go at me, and that's like the last time I saw her. Pretty fucking depressing. But I think if you if you have the opportunity to actually say goodbye, yeah, like yeah. there's uh, de- some people definitely take it. Like some people don't actually uh, want to say goodbye in that way. But yeah, what, and what, uh, what, what do you mean? Like some people don't. Some don't want to be seen on their deathbed, and some yeah. people don't want to see others on their deathbed. They don't. They don't want the lasting memory to be oh, it's like the yeah. end of life care. Mm. Then uh, you're not in a bad way. Sometimes it's dementia. It's, uh, yeah, it's no, great. I was actually really grateful that I got to see her in her last few days before she passed away. It was just, it was like you know when you know something's happening, yeah. but you just don't want to like believe it at all. Like you, yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't like despite it actually like you know it's gonna happen. You don't, you don't want to think it's gonna happen, and and then when it it does happen, it's just it's just a bit crushing in a way. Yeah. Um, and I've been. T- how did you, so how old were you at the time when your grandma passed away? How old am I now? I'm 20, so I'd have been 10. 10. So you were quite young then, weren't you? So yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you like really process it at all or was I it more? I was pretty, I, I, I was, oh no, I must have been 11 because I was the first year of school, mm. big school, year 17. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't, it was pretty hard like, and like a year later as well, the old parents divorce. So pretty peak time for young Mr. Tippers. Yeah. But, hey, we're through doing better for it now. Look eh? at you now. Bro. <laughs> World's best social set. So I actually recently was told by a veteran of Sussex hockey who's been here for many years that me and Finn Smith have done the best job that he's seen in this time. And hey, that warms my heart, but... I'm not doing it for the accolade. I'm doing mm. it for the people. For the spirit. I, 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 love, love, I love it. I you love the it. club. I just love the club. I love seeing everyone at a match on a Wednesday, all jumping in the showers, getting battered together. Oh, sport just brings people closer. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really does. But yeah, sorry, back to it. Um, a bit of a sidetrack there. Yeah. <laughs> How that Christmas Eve, pretty shit time of year to yeah. lose awful, awful time. How, obviously that affect your Christmas. Did you plan Surprisingly, surprisingly one of my favorite christmas days i've ever had and it was because so at home um so currently this uh the timing of it going on at the moment is also really bad because my parents is currently going through a divorce as well how funny that um or it's not how quince what a coincidental coincidental yeah that your grandparents your grandma died divorce same exact same time i know like when the when it Go, starts going shit, all fucking goes to you. But the only way yeah, is that. Exactly, exactly. No, uh, yeah, currently my parents are going through a divorce right now and it's getting to like its final stages as well. So obviously when this happened, it was just like awful timing because there's so much going on at home anyway. And then to, for then that to happen as well, it was just more, just, just a lot at once, I yeah. think. But surprisingly, Christmas Day was actually really nice because it was just me, both my brothers and my mum. And despite... The, the, the day before being so sad, I think we all just wanted to just think positively about Christmas Day. So Christmas Day was actually really good. But the reason why I've spoke about this is because I've just wanted to talk about just how I'm feeling now about it. Because despite all this happening where I have lost my grandma, one of my best friends, um, my parents are going for divorce right now and it does feel really bad. Like it should make me feel really shit at the moment, but I'm surprisingly feeling positive about it. Because for one, I'm so happy I saw my... How old was she? I want to say 82 or something like that. It's not bad. It's not a bad... <laughs> it's not a bad knock, as I would say. I would, she's in, lived a, she's I would lived a good life. In terms, like, it's, not, it's not that bad. Yeah, I, like, I'd like to think I'd live to her then, I reckon. I, reckon, I think with modern medicine, no. I, um, I'm partial to a sunbed, actually. Because I'm a little slut. <laughs> Are you actually? Yeah, well... Really? Well... Because I went on holiday over the summer, <laughs> over the winter, over Christmas. Sorry, haven't been on one. But normally March time of year, I'll jump on a couple, and I'm always like, because I think everyone looks so much better with the tan. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, and I, in my my sister's always like, oh, you're such a fucking idiot. Um, you're gonna get skin cancer, mm. and I understand that. But fingers crossed, touch wood. I think medicine just gonna evolve to a point where I think everyone, our generation's all gonna live to over hundred. Yeah. Yeah, but AI could take over as well. Yeah, that is the other thing. Have you did you see what AI predicted for the future of us? No, what's that? We're all just going to become robots, then become wires. Oh, I did see that. 
Okay, so that's yeah. their prediction. My prediction is we're going to fucking still be knocking around. Can't. Have you not seen, see though? Little, I, yeah. think, I think AI is going to take over and it's well, very I, scary. I saw really cool images of AI if ancient Egypt had never fallen and it's like all the pyramids and all like the sphinxes and that kind of shit, all like modern and techie and fancy. Yeah, but I just think it's so scary. Like I saw a thing of AI being able to use use a complete copy of Morgan Freeman to say a speech and it looks so real. It was, yeah, it looks like... Which means like they it. can... AI can change history if it wants to. Yeah. If it really wants to, it, it could. Yeah. Which is pretty scary to think. You can't rewrite the history books though, can it? No, but it could just get rid of all of it and then completely... The books will still be in the library. The Bible will still be there. The robots could just come in and just destroy all of it. Who, yeah, where are the robots shit. fucking coming from? They're, they're, they're creating robots right now. Yeah, but I know they're creating robots. I don't believe any of this shit that they're going to fucking learn how to turn their face into a gun and shoot us. Yeah, so what you do is Dwight Shoot came what? up in the office. You get the office, but you give it a five meter... Uh, you get the office, you get a robot. Yeah. You only give it a five meter lead that has to be plugged in at all times. Sorted. So it can't go on a world rampage. Sorted. Tries right. to walk away and plugs itself. Kills so, itself. Calm. So death by walking away from. So it would just kill ev kill everyone in a five meter radius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just walk out of that and then, okay. Yeah, but someone else was saying, well, it would develop a nuclear bomb inside. <laughs> 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 Shut up! They're fucking robots. Don't believe any of this crap. Um, That's a big side track. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, this always happens, mate. <laughs> I don't know. AI is quite... So I know it's just completely off topic. Hey, it's good, it's good. It's quite, it's quite scary. I don't know. AI does scare me quite a bit. Mm. But then, Chat GPT recently. Yes, that's the big thing talking right now. Using, I personally didn't go for it with, in my exams. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but I, I was quite interested by it and I wrote an essay before Christmas that I did relatively well on. Mm. And... Uh, I made four main bullet point arguments. I put the essay title into ChatGPT and it gave the exact four same points that I made. Well, isn't that a weird coincidence? <laughs> How weird? <laughs> no, the essay was written before ChatGPT was out. Uh, okay, before okay. you get too fucking <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in it. I don't use Chat. GBT. Beach will try to make me uh, use it to do my poem when we were sat down earlier. Yeah. He was mm. like, just put your poem yeah. in there. But, what did it come up with? Shit. It would do. There's no character, is there? Yeah, you need the personal. You need the talking about the size of a means right bicep. I also think with Gilet's tour video, just a random thought. You know how he was stood there and it seemed like he read it off by heart. Yeah. Laptop behind the camera, reading off it. I reckon. That's smart. Yeah. I like it. I think he did that. I personally wouldn't deduct points, but. Just because you're reading off a script in front of you. But the script is good. As long if you're a, you've got your script there, as long as you're like still looking at the camera, like you're presenting, you can look down to know what you're gonna say. But yeah, yeah but you at the end of the day, it's the top ten get points. That's it. You know, seven people aren't gonna get any points for this. So you really don't want to be in the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. But but do you, are you? You're obviously gonna be marking. Yeah, with yeah, me. yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, how, how if you? It looks like they're reading off a script. Why do I not get to help with the marking? Because you're, you're not so when I've done this before. <laughs> like I've done all of it, and like I know how it all can, works as well. Can, Why can do I not get an influence? Committee position, committee position within the club. President. Okay, so the tour sec and the social co-president. Co-president. Um are in charge of this. You're in charge of other things. We don't bust in with you. You don't bust in with <laughs> us. Minus one point. I'm on smoke. <laughs> you really are. Um, so yeah, so I did some research on grief as a whole. And according to Winston's Wish, uh, for those of you that don't know, is a bereavement support for children and young people for up to 25 for families when someone dies close to them. It says people can experience symptoms of trauma, such as nightmares, flashbacks, trouble sleeping, stomach aches, and headaches. Um, Have you been experiencing any of these said symptoms, Mr. Merritt? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been experiencing and any of them but i can understand why people would mm. but i feel like it's i feel like with the the grief i've dealt with it's like i feel like it's it's pretty good like the fact i got to speak to her and i knew what was going to happen in in my head anyway does that make yeah, sense I, uh, yeah i feel like if it was more unexpected these sort of points would be much more rateable and i think about it so much more like i've definitely like experienced trauma before when something surprising has happened like when i got shot in the head yeah but Damn when <laughs> but i feel like with stuff like this, I don't really like experience it as much. Like, but um, 
So, Emil, you mentioned to me uh, the other Wednesday that you've lost someone recently. Do, do you I want have, to? Do you I was want... just about to say. Oh, um, really? I'm lucky enough to have all my grandparents. Um, but as you just said, the whole the symptoms. Mm. Uh, I have. I had a very reoccurring flashback mm. uh, in my nightmares. Well, yeah. not, not nightmares, just a dream. It was a very yeah. Yeah, recurring yeah, yeah. dream. Mm. Um, yeah, so in my hometown of Canterbury, it's just a little city yeah. in Kent, um, there's actually been three people my age in my year. Not my year particular in school, but my just year around. You know people of. I knew of. Yeah. And the two people I was really close with who passed away in the last year or two. Really? Fucking yeah, it's crazy. I am so sorry, yeah, mate. I know. May they, may they rest in peace. Yeah. Obviously, my condolences. Um, one was actually the other week. A girl called... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can disclose her name. Yeah, um, it's no, you, you don't have to, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. But so, so two, uh, two of your close friends yeah, yeah, you've yeah. lost recently. Yeah. Um, so he was, uh, I remember talking to uh, Tuki and Finn Smith after a hockey session because I found out the morning and yeah. it was a training on Monday, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, no, it was, it was actually the hockey game. It was a hockey on game Wednesday. at home. We lost like 2 1. And. Um, Typical. I remember against UCL. <laughs> yeah, UCL. Uh, Not the time. I remember no. I got man of the match. Yeah, well played. And thank you very much. Good man. And um, they were we were all huddled around after the game. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they were just clapping me, saying well done, mate. And uh, I was like, can I talk to you guys? And I remember as they were saying well done, mate, I just nearly started crying. Like, really? I just started welling up because that's like, just so that's so natural, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You just and would I, like that. I pulled them aside and I said, look. Um, one of my friends, like at home from my hockey team, passed away. Like, do you mind if I, like, don't drink or don't have to do many things tonight? Because I, yeah. I still want to see you guys. Because I wouldn't want to let it in. Yeah, like, don't, don't, just do my normal routine and stuff. Um, and yeah, they're all very. Everyone was so supportive and stuff. And like, they even next game did a. Uh, we were, I don't know. We were at Imperial. They did a. Everyone stood around. Yeah. It was like a minute silence. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Actually, it also was the week for a minute of silence before the game. They said this is also because some people in the team. Are, uh, that's really. Yeah, I do remember that. That's yeah. really nice, I actually. Think, I think Finn Smith also knew the guy. No, I, he well, didn't know him. Was I think there was a previous, maybe another friend. I'm, I think Finn Smith had. Finn Smith might have played with him. Maybe yeah. I think mm. uh, like because he's a Canterbury player. Yeah, Finn yeah. Smith from Canterbury. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. He might recognise his face. But yeah, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, of course. Um, but on the topic of grief, like, it took me, like, a couple of weeks and then I told you about the nightmares. I just had a really yeah. good flashback of, like, sort of passing him the ball on the hockey pitch. It was oh, just, so like, weird. moments you had yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, because we, we were, like, both defenders in the under-12 nationals. Yeah. <laughs> the country, Come on, like, mate. Six aside. Day one. Seven aside, like, me and him, centre-backs. So it's just like a it's like a, a nice memory you had with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, no, and like I I took it really well. Uh, I sort of when things this happened to me, it's happened a few times now. Like, I sort of go really, really, really quiet. Like, like I, I go emotionless for like two days, and I'm like, what? I, and then I sort of get a little bit angry, uh, just sort of feeling sorry for myself. And then over time, I start to think, what well, did I? What well, could I have done something? But then. I sort of like keep it in myself. Well, what, you, you can't obviously like blame yourself for any of it because like no, we can't write what happens in life. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of, that's one of the most difficult things about life. It, that's, it just shocks you with so many different things and yeah. so many different things can happen, which you like would not expect. But, but you have you like that you've experienced like the stages of grief pretty much how yeah, they yeah, come yeah. like yeah like the first few days like complete shock like yeah. you don't know how to process it then it's like like anger whatever. What else could I have done? It's like, it's yeah. You, you've that was the thing I did the research on actually, wasn't it? But um, what what is really nice though is what you said about how, like Finn Smith and Tuki, when you spoke to them and the boys all just really came together mm -hmm. and all just made sure you were right. Like in that sort of situation, you are more gonna. It's quite nice. This is what we speak about a lot on this podcast. Is that it's nice to be around like your group of mates, and whether that's in a sport team or just your mates yeah, generally. Like, definitely being part of hockey would have ha like. It, it's good that you still came. You didn't like shut yourself away. Like still yeah. getting out there, doing getting your normal routine. Like still coming out on the Wednesday. Obviously not drinking or not as much or whatever. Like toning it down, but still being around the people that you like will, will always make these things much easier for everyone. One hundred percent. Yeah. They uh, both sent me a paragraph like a week later, just saying if you need anything. They are you know. such good lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Finn Smith especially. He's. I think he would. 
I think he's a fantastic social sec. Mm. Yeah. But I think he'd be a fantastic welfare. He'd be incredible welfare. He would be the Absolutely. best. Well, Rollo, you do fucking fuck all, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, mate. But Finn Smith. I was actually having a deep chat with Finn Smith at the pre's last night, actually. Mm. And I was just telling him he's just such a good level-headed bloke, isn't he? And very, very approachable. It's mm, yeah. it's so nice to see. It's so warming as well. Did you feel quite comfortable then, like, speaking to Finn, yeah, what would you mean, say? or did you feel like you just needed to speak to someone? He was like the first you felt most approachable, or yeah, I don't know. I felt like I should tell Tookie because I don't know. I was just like, maybe I don't come to training or anything. Yeah, like, and uh, with Finn, since I came to uni, like I, I saw we, I recognized him because we'd, we'd played each other in games multiple times, and uh, like we like had each other on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, but like within like two weeks, like I was his, um, like he's my. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Father, father and son. son. Father and son yes. What yeah. a great social that was. Yeah, yeah. Father and son. Yeah, great yeah. social, actually. With yeah, Hill yeah. toward the campus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I just thought I'd tell him because yeah, like we said about how he could be welfare, and um, he knows like he knows everyone. Like he he nice to tell him if he could tell people as well or something like that. He's a lovely fellow, and like I'm close to him, so it was easy to tell him. Yeah, so what you uh, spoke about there was that the fact that, so when you found out, obviously it was on a Wednesday and you still went and played and you yeah, still yeah. stayed out. So when I did, yeah. so I did some research um, on, and it said like, according to Bonanno's belief in children who are a large national children's charity in the UK, who uh, felt, felt for rights to protect, and ch protect children to support grief and stuff like that. They put tips uh, for self-care and they said to keep talking to those who are closest with you, even if they're physically far away. Uh, keep to routines such as meal times, getting up, getting washed. Sounds like I should become a grief counselor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, try to get outside for some fresh air. Um, be tolerant and be kind to yourself and stay emotionally connected uh, via social media or phone calls, or even just people around you, which is, it, which, so that's what they recommend that you should do. And that's exactly what you've said, which basically you, yeah. you did. Is, it, that was, is that what you say you've been doing now as well then? Yeah, I mean, I... I'm a social person, like I, yeah, because I like I really struggled in COVID. And I figured out like socializing is what makes me happy. So um, I'm the exact same. Yeah, mate. yeah. Like if I don't socialize, like I I can't like stay locked in my room. Mm. Oh, yeah, like those people like sometimes you know those people who like just stay in the whole room on their phone all day and like they don't really like socialize. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone no. to themselves, obviously. Like that makes me feel, but I just couldn't do it. Like I really really struggled with COVID. Um, I think we all did, to be honest. Yeah, but, like, that's when I realized I'm a social person so like i i would go to i'll probably go to every social <laughs> yeah mate uh, i i can't th i've missed one because it was a mate's 21st birthday and he had put it in the tr works for ages yeah but i do live for it so yeah. i can't say freddie was like it's his final year he wants to well it's not his final year but on exams he only wanted to go to every other one i could never imagine not going oh. to them it's a highlight yeah like, like, i know it sounds like sort your type like uh, in my head, when people say, I don't mm. have time for it, I actually, I think you can make time for things you want to do. If you want to yeah, come, easily, yeah. like I've moved all my lectures so I don't have anything on a Thursday so I can get wanked on a Wednesday night and then be hungover and th on Thursday watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That's the thing because I walked, came into this year thinking, obviously I didn't, I didn't, uh, uh, I underestimated how many lads we were going to get this year. <laughs> yeah so back to what I was saying <laughs> I underestimated how many lads we were going to get this year first of all and I also underestimated because of that how, how that will correspond to how good our socials would be as well because I thought I'd go to I looked at the social calendar and I thought I'll go to this one this one this one and this one I want to go to the rest but I haven't missed one this year again because it's just the best night of the week yes. by far because I was sending you this wasn't I that we were talking about uh, nights out as a whole and we, I think we were discussing whether we shouldn't go to as many as much but I said to you that um, the thing is with the events and stuff like that, you can go to events whenever you, whenever you want. You can go to clubs yeah, yeah. whenever you want. You can't go on a Wednesday social any other time than yeah. at university. Like, I, I've eyebrowsed, which means that if I don't do it, so you listeners out there, my, the three of you who are left this far in, <laughs> <laughs> Matty's dad and Matty's mum. Mill's mum as well. And Mill's mum. Shout out to Mill's mum. Thank you for coming to watch that game, actually. Your support yeah. was very much appreciated. Hopefully we'll see you at, uh, <laughs> down at Falmer pretty soon. Um, but what were you just saying? Sorry. Uh, we will talk about how you don't get Wednesday socials. Oh, oh yeah. you've got eyebrow slit. Oh, so I've done an eyebrow slit, sorry. Uh, I lose a whole eyebrow yeah. if I don't go to every Monday chalk for the rest of the term. 
Because I went, we went yesterday, had a great time. I said this before. Mm. You, when you get a job, when you're like an actually an adult, like we're still in make-believe land. Yeah, yeah. Like you can go to the Black Lion, you can go to Mashdown on a Saturday, you can come down, see your mates, go out, do whatever. You can't go to a Monday night chalk, no. be hungover for work at 7 a.m. the next morning. Like mm. you've got to make the most of these things while you're at uni. That's do everything, say yes to everything. Yeah. Like fucking live for it. Yeah, literally. Wow. That's, that's what I thought going into. Because wow. when, <laughs> when I came to university, I got a pretty good score last year and I was thinking either I can go out less and try and get this first or do I just go to go for this last year and just go fucking all out and enjoy my time here and just get go for the 2-1, which is what I'm doing instead and I'm so happy I'm doing it. Because yeah. it, it's, I mean, it's, it's both of us, me and Tippers' final years, but I'll just, just never get an opportunity yeah. like this again to live the way we live, which is like, like you said, which is why I love going out midweek yeah. as well. Yeah. I think like we do it pretty well. We've got the balance. We go out, we do our sport. think from what I've heard, everyone's doing pretty well uni-wise. Mm. But like, I think that comes back in again, like, you're playing sport. If you're getting out there, gives you that routine. Then you okay. I've done that. Had my me time, my fun time. Let's do a bit of work. Yeah. It helps you balance everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. Sorry, so we've gone a bit off topic there, but I just want to go back onto the grief it's more side. More like a life coach. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to go back into. Um, the grief side, we'll just like going into the end of it. So Emil, obviously, thank you so much, first of all, for um, coming on and speaking about yeah, what you spoke you. about. It's such a big thing to even just come here and speak I've about. I've been such, such a great person yeah. joining the club this also, year. Also, yeah, you've like, been a brilliant bloke freshers, this year. Like, I hope every year you always say, oh, they're going to be good or they're going to be bad, but yeah. you've all this been year, fucking brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Um, but what, I'd, what I was going to ask you is, what would you recommend to people listening then, like and who do deal with grief? What like, cause obviously, from the way it comes across the way you spoke about it, you seems like you've you've dealt with some really difficult parts of grief. But you seem like you're you're doing okay. Would you say you're doing you're doing yeah, okay? No, yeah, I, I think I deal with it well. Yeah. Um and it's always tough for a couple of days. Yeah. No, I think in general I've Yeah, so it's always gonna be difficult and it'll always be in the back of your mind for yeah. two days. Um I would my main piece of advice would just be not to change what you're doing. Not to like uh, it will be tough, but for like a week or two, but not to be like, oh, I think I just need this day in bed just to yeah. yeah, get myself through it. And maybe you might feel like that's what you need, but I feel like getting active and releasing the happy endorphins like that you normally do. A bit time. of vitamin D on the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or C, whatever it is. Um, just in general and just seeing your mates. And, and just keep basically just doing your day-to-day yeah, -day thing. Just say keep active. Yeah. I think the thing with grief, I think it's something I definitely thought about when um, I got my first pass away. I thought, I'm not going to try bottle this in and not think about it. I'm still going to think about it, but I'm still going to do my day-to-day -day as well. Like, I still think about her all the time and I still think about it and I don't try and put it off anyway because I know this is something I have to face. And if I just bottle it up inside, then it's going to make me obviously feel worse. But what you said about releasing the endorphins and that is I think is so right which is what they recommend on the Bernardo's Believe in Children uh, is that how for for um, for what was I gonna say, for advice it is like doing your day to day things and still going out and still talking to people which is something that we think about we speak about so much on this podcast which is why we started it as a sport as a sport club because they a sport club is is that a play it is can put you in situations which don't include alcohol, where you can speak about things like this quite happily. And it We're can out here taking the stigma out of mental health. We're opening up, so you people open up out there. Yeah, exactly. But I think genuinely, like, just being in a sport team just can put you in situations where you can feel comfortable speaking to boys about everything, what you're about to say. Yeah. And can I just say, um, yeah. because I've dealt with grief a couple of times, yeah. I know what I said about being active. The first time I dealt with it mm. um, was actually, I was like, uh, I was 16, I was 17 maybe. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. And um, it was a... Uh, I'm so sorry. It man. was a... Uh, I didn't know the person as well, but we used to be really good friends. Okay. Because I moved to school uh, like around A-level time. Okay. Uh, and GCSEs, I was at uh, an all-boys school. Mm. Um, and there, it was a guy that I like... It just it felt different because it was a guy that I like I went to nursery with or like I went to secondary mm. school with and like our parents knew my parents knew his like you knew of him for a long time yeah yeah I knew of him a long time I knew he was a lovely fella um, but I dealt with that one way worse I don't know maybe because I was younger less mature but I felt like I had to make make myself such a huge scene out of it and like, oh okay 
like I felt like oh, I really need these two days of school. Like I need these. Mm. Yeah. And like, um, but I think like, when you're 16, you're so hormone. You're not your like. Yeah. You're yeah. at the yeah. You're not a, you're not yourself when you're 16. You're still becoming who you are. Yeah. We're still not ourselves now, but when like we're much more level-headed than yeah. a 16 year old. I think at this age, at this point in our university, we like in university you grow so much more as a person because you have so much more independency. So I think when you're 16 and 17, you're experiencing something like that. It is just like completely different. And so that's literally like when I got shot or. Yeah. I remember the first time where I realised things at home weren't working with my parents. It really hit me very differently then to what it would now, just because we are just, like, I'm just a bit older, but more level-headed. Um, so what were you saying about that then? So you're saying um, you, you'd lost someone when you were 16, 17, yeah, yeah, and you said like you dealt with it differently because... Um, and I was just saying, maybe that's why um, I've dealt with the last one way better. Yeah. Um, obviously, many people are going to have many griefs throughout... Life of course, life. you're gonna get better at it over time. Mm. Um, well, I've drawn a blank here, fellas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you were saying, uh, what was I gonna say? You were saying that you dealt with it before, um, and you said people are gonna experience grief throughout, throughout their life. Um, yeah, just in general, like the first one will be the hardest, I think. Yeah, hardest to deal with, as in you won't deal with it better. It's not nice to get used to it. Of course. You don't, nobody wants to, but you sort of will over time. And, well, I'm quite young to be able to get used to it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, mate, um, the fact you're 20 years old and you've already experienced grief several times is, I mean, for people around me, like I don't know many people like that. So the fact you're still here, for one, for being happy to speak about this on the podcast, yeah. but two, just as such a very good bloke as it is and very, like, keeping up with your day-to-day -day so well. Turn half all right like you have done. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely, like, I just want to say massively respect to me yeah, and there's a lot of respect for you because a lot of people could take what you've been through and, and go down a completely different path but the fact you're still doing very like doing well for yourself like it's really good yeah, to hear would you say like you're still doing well for yourself yeah yeah no i'm i'm i love what's going on at the moment i love yeah. being at uni i love socializing i love my routine I'm yeah a routine person uh i like to be productive i i had went for a bad because i took a gap year last year mm. and so i went through a bad stage of uh, like getting up really late and it really affected my mental health so like i like to keep my routine, keep active. Mm. Um, but yeah, going back to what I was saying, I would say the hardest part about grief is trying to resist the comfortable uh, things like staying and eating loads of chocolate. Um, I would say that's my biggest point. Uh, and that's how I dealt with it way better this time because I was more active, spoke to my friends. And Speaking it's not about like, it, it's not like biggest. you don't need to bottle it in, like you said earlier. Like you can still, but you can just over time talk to it with people with a nice conversation instead of keeping it to yourself and like getting through bad habits. Yeah, I think that's a common theme we find on this podcast whenever I do research is that they always say for one, get get out and do keep getting fresh air and stuff like that. Like my mental health was definitely much worse in my second year because it was during COVID as well. And I was just partying all night and then sleeping all day so I just wasn't getting I wasn't seeing light really. There was a really. period of lockdown for me well I'm I hated lockdown but Did I you? also loved it and yeah like, part of me loved lockdown like I did no sport I put on a bit of tub oh, around sure. the belly <laughs> like God, I, I, belly. I literally I'd play <laughs> an hour of sport every day at least playing football at lunch with my yeah. mates and then on top of that your cricket your hockey whatever's going mm. on and uh I, I literally just morphed into the sofa Jesus. and played on the PS4, headset on, talking to my mates 12 hours a day. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm so shit at gaming. It's <laughs> so annoying. I'm, I got half decent at Black Ops 3 snipers. You're so bad at FIFA. I'm so bad at FIFA. So How am I so bad? bad? I spent FIFA. so long playing. <laughs> but I, I like, I don't, I'm playing the game. I, some people like scream shout at the telly. Like, I, just don't, I don't care. I'm just yeah. happy to be talking to the people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I like, I'll go to sleep at 5am, wake Jeez, up at yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon. Such a bad couple of weeks, yeah. but sort myself out a bit. Yeah. Uh, jumping back to that, uh, over lockdown, I had quite a good time. I was quite lucky. Mm. So uh, my ex at the time moved in, so I wasn't completely by myself. Come on. And then Jeez. the village hall next to 
our house. We had a key to that. So we had like a badminton court in there. Oh. So we were just like, <laughs> <"Sorry, Dad." laughs> and then uh, like a week into it, I just got really bored. So I got a job at a warehouse because there's yeah. warehouses in my house. And yeah. it just gave me a routine and it made such oh, yeah. a difference. Mate, I, my biggest regret not getting a job it in was, lockdown. Mate, I made so I, much money as well. Like, oh, I can't spend it. There's nothing fucking spend yeah, exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing else to do. I got, what was the thing called where you got money, you got money. Furlough scheme. Furlough. Yeah, I got furlough. That that okay. that that did me a solid. Oh, oh, so I'm so sorry. I'm all for the government. Let's not get too political here. But furloughing people like yourself is the re one of the reasons why our fucking country is in such a shit show. <laughs> You're paying people that they're getting more money than they would have previously done without working. Well, no, really. no, no. It was my. F- they got you paid eighty percent of your wage. Yeah. No, I didn't. Because you won't put on furlough. Oh no, but I was like, okay, fuck this. Cut this all out. Yeah, I will. I will, I will cut it out. As you, as you were saying, I was thinking this is not going in the podcast. <laughs> um, should we do the quiz? Uh, well, yeah, I was gonna just wrap it up saying, oh, as for sure. one, yeah, thank you again, Mill, for just opening up and yeah. speaking about that. Um, yeah, because yeah, massive respect, mate. And for those listening, that I think the the main gist is what we'd recommend is with something like grief, um, everyone's gonna experience it at some point in their lives. There's there's no denying that, it, and it's something really difficult to deal with but if you have the right networks around you talk to people about it and don't bottle it in but also carry on with your routines it can make you i think deal with that in a better we do have to say these are our own views yes don't hold us to this shit yeah if you uh, look look up online as well if this isn't enough information you and like take tips from it as well but we've spoke about our team with grief today to make people feel more comfortable to speak about it themselves as well um should we get on to the quiz let's do it (laughs) (laughs) are you ready emil i'm very ready ready? i wasn't given a theme this week so we're gonna Gonna go through the categories and I do run out of questions at the end, but it's okay. good fun. Okay, wait, do we need a um, oh, buzzword? Yeah, buzzwords. Woo! Yeah. My, I've been a pretty rude host today because <laughs> it is one of the co-host girlfriend's birthdays. Oh, oh my gosh. Piggy or Maeve. 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 So in honor of Maeve's birthday, my ring will be... Maeve. <laughs> I did promise a shout out for her, so that was yeah. really. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Maeve. I hope you have a lovely day. I mean, it's a, you can have a brilliant day because you've been spending it with Henry Berridge. And you're so. at chalk last night. <laughs> yeah. My alarm will be, uh, sorry, my um, thing will be Maeve, Maeve. Maeve, Maeve. <laughs> I'll just go like the buzzer, like eh, eh. I'll do Oh, that. that's I'll quite good. That. I might change mine, actually. Yeah, you, you're a copycat. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to change <laughs> I'm going to change mine to... Your favourite member of women's hockey's name. <laughs> Three, can't well, be it's, Cassie. Well, Three, it's, two, it's, one. it's Maeve. Can't be Maeve either. Mine's Maeve. Uh, no, I'll do... Um, I'll, I'll Ooh, go to my, red, my, 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 my My bell will be John Boy. Okay. Jesus Christ, okay. Right. Shout out John Boy. You ready? Yeah. Sport round first. Oh. How many questions do we have in total? Uh, five questions in total. <laughs> five rounds. Five rounds. Five questions. Ooh. Winner, winner yeah. gets a shot of sambuca from Henry Berridge. Come, yes. 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 on Wednesday. We'll make sure the bullshit. So with the Six Nations coming up, who's his England first fixture against? Eh, Maeve. <laughs> Scotland. Yeah, you go. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Scotland. On, is it away? Uh, Where is that it? That doesn't mean any bonus points. Yeah, so. I know. Because I'm working at Twickenham for the Six Nations, by the way. Oh, you've got a job. Look at this baddie. All right, moving on for the history round. Just quickly, lads, do oh, you get Jesus points Christ. deducted if you get it wrong? No. 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 Okay. So thanks. you can just take as many but, as you want. But, but, but if you guess it and get it wrong, you, can you only don't get it. You guess again when everyone else is guessing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, I could have just guessed that. Like. What? True. Because there's only five other people. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on, son. Carry on, son. All right, okay. So when did Sussex University actually open? 1892. John Boy. 1904. No. Is it the closest gets a point or we have to get this? Yeah, you, you can go for closest gets a point. No, half a point for closest. Come okay, on. half a point. Um, eh, eh. 1912. Nah, so it's actually 1960. I'm oh. closest. 
Oh, Emil yeah, gets yeah. half oh, a million. You joke. You're, you're eight that years above me. It's so <laughs> that is so far away. Maybe only a quarter. What did you say? 1862? 1892. Hey, it rolled off the song. I thought it was right. So okay. Confident. Half a point to Emil then. So one half a point and nil par for me. Beautiful. So with the recent release of the much awaited Sussex Stash, how much is the Puffer Gilet? Mavey Mave, £32.99. Wrong. John Boy, £29.99. Wrong. Oh, but we say it's not closest to it. You no, have we to, to get it. Get right. um, eh, eh. £26. No, 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 there's a 99 oh, out here. Yeah. Well, so John Boy, uh, no, 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 we're not, no, but Henry tells us now, otherwise we'll just go through all the fucking yeah, numbers. Yeah. £23.99. No, but you oh. might as well get another guess then. Okay, calm, he's had his other guess. Yeah. Yes, I have, oh, well done. I'm actually going to go, <laughs> I think, can, how close was I? No, no, do Bro, not I tell him. I think I was pretty no, I, do, I didn't do, say anything. I'm actually going to go down a pound to £31.99. No. Damn yes. it. <laughs> okay. A meal for the win. For the history. 34 99 Oh, you're so close. It's 35 oh. What was that for the gilet? For the gilet. The gilet oh, will be one. buying the gilet. Oh, yeah, put it on the order. Everyone's getting Everyone one. Getting Are you getting one. a gilet? Yeah, it's bad there, isn't it? Yeah. Is everyone actually getting <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. With oh, sandwich I'm, on that. Am I going to have to buy one then? Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll get it. <laughs> Imagine that Prison Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like the 30 boys. It's not going to come in time, mate. The stash takes about four months. Nope. We've got a two-week two week Yeah. When do we have Fred to get the orders in by? Two to tango. If everyone puts their orders in on Friday, we can get the payments out on Monday, which means we'll get it for the last home game <laughs> of both teams. <laughs> so we can all wear gilets. For... We can rock up everyone oh. in gilets. Oh, my God. I'll get a gilet instead then. Fantastic. Next question. Talking of the stash. Wait, so no one got a point, point there. No one got a point. Okay. Uh, how many items of stash have been released? Are we including colours? John Boy. No. Okay. There is 11 things. That is so far wrong, <laughs> you're not included. <laughs> yes, I am. And then would you like to go before I tell you? Do you want to guess before I tell you the exact answer? I'd like to guess my answer after you're slightly wrong. Okay. I'm going to go for... 21 items. Mave, 21 items. Wrong. Okay. I'm going to go for 18 items. No. 27. No, no, there's no uh, closest for that. Because you said you knew the answer and you were completely wrong. Yeah, no that means you don't get the point. The <laughs> you shouldn't have said it then. Final question. Final question. Wait, so... Winner. No, surely this one this this one gets two points. No, no, no. Because then anyone can win. No, no, no. no there's Th different no, well, rounds. I assume yeah. he's got a There's six. two questions. This, there is a tiebreaker, so he's I'll got say that anyway. Needed. Okay. Need so it. if Emil wins, he wins. If I win, I win. If Matty wins this question, me and him go through oh. to the playoffs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Fucking hell, it's tense. And we're going to do closest wins. Closest oh, wins. this is so good. How do you want to... Okay, so how many miles is it by road and the quickest route from the fortress... To Delphin Hotel, aka Tour Paradise. Oh my god. Oh my what a question. God. That's such a good question. How many I think we're gonna have to start calling you the postman from now on. Because <laughs> he always fucking delivers. Yeah. <laughs> um Matty, you can go first. No, no, I'm not going first. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for one of you two to go. I'm not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong, so each of you say it and I'll like say who's closest. That. Okay. That, 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 that's fair. Oh, I think we should have a game of fives. Loser <laughs> goes first, second loser goes second. Winner come job boy. I reckon it's uh three three hundred wrong. No, I didn't say I didn't say an answer. No, you said two hundred and twenty. Two hundred twenty miles. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Trying to get you to France. Oh. John Boy, 403. No, you said 200. You said one, yeah, but I, I know the that's the actual that answer. I was laughing at you saying 300, <laughs> and then you went lower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'll put you down as 220, mate. Thank oh. you. Oh. do you want to take it away? Oh, I don't want anyone to play this fucking game. Well, let's end the episode now. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for about on a coach takes 22 hours. Okay, you've said your sorry, sorry, your sorry, three sorry, seconds. sorry, sorry, three seconds. One, two, three. I'm going for about 
4,000 miles. That is way too <laughs> fucking <laughs> far, mate. You're heading to Dubai. I just want to go back to Australia. <laughs> there and back, mate. There and back. I'm going for 930 miles. Well, he's obviously won, hasn't he? Sandwich has won that point. Yeah. Yeah, the exact distance I've is 1,071 miles. <laughs> Four, I'm pretty less. fucking close. <laughs> no, I think that four thousand is less stupid than two hundred. Yeah, that is so. That is so good. I, <laughs> that is so good. I went two hundred. You went four thousand. I panicked. I panicked. That is probably the first quiz you've ever won. That is. Thank you. So congratulations, Mr. Tip Lady, Mr. Barrios. We'll be getting you a sambuca. Oh, and you love sambuca. Do you like sambuca, Emil? Um, wouldn't be my personal favourite, but I would love. Oh, I like. I like a sambuca. We'll make sure we're in the same team on Wednesday. Then. Who yeah, is? Yeah. Can I? Can I just do the bonus question and we can? Cut yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes, I yes. worth two points. Oh, is it a good one? Down and work this shit out. Uh, <laughs> and it took me fucking while. <laughs> he was so livid when he went. <laughs> it can still be worth a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this one? This one wins. Okay, no, no, yeah. no, obviously yeah. not. Yeah. I yes. won. Quizmaster no, 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 says, Emil, do you vote things wins? This one's worth another Sambuca. This one's yeah, okay, 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 If one, I've won yeah, the main quiz, fuck it, don't take this away. Don't know much. So you know the distance between the Fortress and the Delphin Hotel is 1,071 miles. Okay. Yeah. But how long does a coach? How many Ben Peachels is it in his length? Oh my God. <laughs> Can we have 30 How tall okay. is Ben Peter? Give us a timer. Oh, us a timer. Five, he yeah. is five foot. Okay. I want to say five. No, I think five four, maybe. Five four. Oh, yeah. I did originally think five four. I'm gonna give you thirty seconds. How many Ben Peaches? Stop is this talking. minus Stop the hair as well? You... Is... We're gonna cut this out in thirty seconds time. We're gonna give you your answers. Okay. Ba bang. Okay, yeah. Okay. I feel like next year when you have the podcast, you're gonna do Stop. so much better with all the gadgets and so stuff. Can I come down as a guest next year? Of course you can. Come oh on. my we god. Get a return of okay. the, uh, the... Yeah, we will. We will come back. Come, Matty, take us away. Okay, yeah. So jump I'm not going first. Why do I have to go first? How many lengths of Ben Peachel? I think Tip Lady should go first. He's already won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. I'll try and sort you through my thinking. Ben Peachel, I'm going is one point. I'm, I'm, I th the conversion of a mile to a kilometer is about 1.6 kilometers to a mile. Mm -hmm. I'm saying for the ease of this, that Ben Peachel is 1.68. That's a bit tall. He's probably only one point. Nah, he's definitely lower than one. He's one six. He's one. Let's Minus say he's, the hair. Yeah, fuck's sake. He's one. Let's say he's one fifty. So how many? There's Ben Peachel's lying down. Would you need? I'm gonna go eight thousand. Eight thousand. Lying okay. down. I thought it was him stood up. Haha. <laughs> is it lying down? Lying down. Is this height? Okay. He stood up to create. Oh, like fucking no. Uh, you said eight thousand. Eight thousand. I don't know. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, I so reckon. Eight kilometers. <laughs> huh? That's eight kilometers. It's <laughs> 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 kilometers. Oh my god. Eight kilometers. That is so fucking funny. Eight kilometers. That, oh, okay. I'm okay. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon four hundred thousand. 400,000. You tried to work it out as well. It I so oh, long, eight kilometers. You just go down to Felma Park. <laughs> I look like such a fucking turd right now. <laughs> that is so funny. All right, Emil. Okay, so I have gone for. I've tried to imagine Peachel mm -hmm. lying on the hockey pitch. How many Peachels could you get in one hockey pitch? It's about 100 yards, which is close to him. Yards and meters are nearly the same, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking in my head, I've gone for about, <laughs> I reckon you could fit about 30 peach, no, about 20 peaches lying from one pitch to the end. Kay. And that's 100. Yeah. Mm. 30 times 16 is about a mile. 30 times 16 is 480. So if you're 480 times 1071 is my answer. What's that? No, hold on. So close uh, to what, like four so mil? Sorry, we're so, sh okay. Four, four mil. 480 times 4,000. Uh, no, 1,000. 1,100. Yeah, it's about. Um, uh, it's about. Four, it's, yeah, it's about four. It's about, it's about four. It's about, I'll go about five million. Five million. Okay. Uh, so the actual answer is 1,043,977.68. Was I closest? I uh, said 400,000. There's no point. Yeah, you are closest. Two points. I win. Where have I gone? <laughs> <laughs> Winner. What?
Because I've, no, I've got him down as 5.5 like five or 5.4. Five, you said 5 mil. I said 400,000. Okay, well, we're cutting with okay. 8,000. 8, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for the quiz, Henry. It was right. a delight. Uh, Tippers is the winner. You'll be getting a free shot of Sambuca. <laughs> right, so another, next part of the episode is a fun bit. Well, just another fun topic after doing that brilliant quiz. Thank you, Henry Berridge. Um, is we're going to quickly ask, I'm going to ask each of you, and I'll say myself, two celebrities we'd like to sit with and eat at a meal if you could choose any Come on, and I'll, also I'll choose the, where I'll get the ball rolling I'm yeah. going to go for a nice little restaurant in London town um, don't know where I'm going to be going with Alastair, Sir Alistair Cook fantastic English cricketer great bloke nothing else needs to be said the second one they're going to be a bit too conflicting Not their personalities won't gel but I'm going to go with Jay from the Inbetweeners, as in the character from the, the show. Character from yeah. the Not show. That's so good. Imagine how funny that would be. That would be hilarious. And that... then you start chucking like a Stewie Griffin. Oh my God. Imagine the limbs. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would take mine uh, to my local pub just because it's, it's, it's my meal, they can come to me. Well, and you. I will have Cristiano Ronaldo and Wiz Khalifa. Don't know how well they'll get on, but I think it'll be so funny meeting someone who's so serious with life than I someone reckon, who's completely unserious. I reckon they've met before. 100%, I think. Did you see that video where Lil Wayne met Cristiano Ronaldo? No, moving on, Henry. Okay. <laughs> All right. <I'll... laughs> okay. Uh, I would also go down the character route and take Dwight Schrute and Jim Halpert, probably to Spoons. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if they're paying. I don't on know the double money. bells and coats. Being at spoons with Dwight Schrute. Oh incredible. my god, that'd be so funny. It'd be brilliant. But yeah, yeah. So I take. All right. And then Emil. Um, I was in Fiji recently, and there was a lovely, actually horrendous place called Barbars. Uh, <laughs> no idea anything about it. What's her name? I got fish and chips for about three quid, mm. and a large beer with that for about three quid. Wow. But. The quality of food gave me and all the lads a horrible stomach for the next few days. So I would love to take Carl Pilkington and Ricky Gervais just to hear Carl moaning about it the whole time. <laughs> and me and Ricky having what a What is his IQ? Carl Pilkington's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, he's, he's famous for having such a stupidly <laughs> low IQ. Oh, really? I thought it was just more he just gets annoyed at just everything. Mm. I might be thinking of someone else then, but hey. Like he's really so like funny. Dudes. Just that's such a good. That's such a good combo. Yeah, because yeah. they have a. They had used to have a podcast, didn't they? Definitely do. Yeah, do everyone it. loves a podcast. The Ricky Gervais show they, is really famous. Yeah. Actually, they started it though, didn't they? Like they were one of the first people to do podcasts. Mm. I think before they became a yeah. big thing. I don't think that's right, but hey. No, <laughs> I don't know. I think he got famous from doing the an idiot abroad thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Well, all very good. Should we all vote who our favourite ones are? Yeah. I'm. Oh, these are really I'm good. I'm going. I think Emil's my favourite. I'm going Emil as well. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Emil's. I think Sweet. Henry's is great too. And the winner of this challenge does a dirty pint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you can have a free shot of tequila from Tippers on Wednesday. I like that. I'm happy with that. Um, what was the next One bit? One last thing we want to do is, as the tour set here, we have some news to announce for our fellow hockey listeners. Yes, for those who aren't hockey listeners, though, uh, we are all going on tour to Croatia, obviously, as brought up in the quiz from the questions. And we have to pick our tour seniors slash refreshers and Henry, take it away. So we're going to be on... I'm actually Alex, okay, not Henry. We are, doing, uh, <laughs> we are doing a spin the wheel. Seniors on one wheel, freshers on the other. Is that how it's going to work? We'll be spinning the first yep. wheel. First senior up will be... Or should we just choose a senior and then we spin the wheel for freshers? There's no need for two wheels, is there? Shall I go first? I have got two wheels up, but you know... We just no, need no, no, just two, I, think, I think two wheels. That's more two fun. Two I think two wheels. Okay, oh. uh, I've got to put them on because of my website. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Welcome back. The wheel by Henry Berridge. Yeah. It's Babe's birthday, so we gotta sing happy birthday. Ready for the wheel? We are ready for the wheel. So on the wheel, we have we have two wheels, one with seniors, one with freshers. But we currently have an uneven split of seniors and freshers. So therefore, either Tom Afford or Tom King... Yep. Will or Charlie Coleman maybe <laughs> will be the th other tour fresher. So for the wheel, they're both on as both. We'll decide in the future with a suitable fun game who will be the senior and fresher. Here we are. The wheel is about to be spun for the very first time. For the first time in forever. 
Spin number one. Marriage. Guess Gally. 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 Oh, so good. Okay, I'm gassed. I'm gassed. Yeah. Spin number two. I mean, gets Felix. Come. Happy with that combo. Good combo. Spin number three. Sandwich. Sandwich. Oh, fuck you. Who do I have? Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah, you get a gilet. Oh, that is so good. The boys. Free trims for me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Spin number four. Freddy. Gets Rafa. Ooh, good, good, good. Congratulations, Freddie and Rafa. Can the Gruffalo tame the Rafa? <laughs> Spin number five. Uh, Matty gets. Who have I got? Afford or TK? Yes. Can I take Afford? You can. Afford. That means TK will be a senior. Yes. <laughs> no, poor Afford. Oh my God, me and Afford. Afford gonna... has been to everything for two years <laughs> in a row. He can't be a no, 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 no. But I'll be good with Afford. Okay. Me and Afford. Oh, that's such a good combo. Next spin. I love you, Afford. Finn Smith. Okay. Gets Dan Gear. Wow. 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 We There's a few names to come. Next spin. Next spin is in. Charlie Coleman. Okay. It's Harrison. I like that. That's okay. Good. 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 Congratulations, they Coleman and Harrison. Each other. All right. And then final spin. Final. TK gets Weird. Hog. I like that. But cool. Kai yeah. was the last one selected. So Kai, someone will have two freshers. So we, are we spinning? Interesting. So we've got one spare fresher. One spare fresher. I reckon we give Kai one. to Amin. Yeah. Does Amin yeah. have one? Felix. Felix and Amin and Kai. Okay. I can see that happening. Okay. That'd be quite good. So for everybody listening, if they weren't aware, this is to the boys for tour. Mr. Henry Berridge, you have the fresher of Cali. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Amin, you have two freshers of Felix and Kai. Mr. Sandwich, you have the one and only Gillet. Uh, Freddie, you have Rafa, myself, I have you, Tom Afford, uh, Finn <laughs> Smith has Mr. Dan Gear, Charlie Coleman has Harrison, and TK has Hogg. Uh, those are the final tour seniors and freshers, so get ready for the best weekend, week of our lives. And right, so now we have, uh, okay, so now we've done the fun topics, we've done the quiz, and we've found out who our tour seniors and freshers are. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so we have spoke about grief in this episode. I want to say thank you so much, Emil, for coming on to this podcast. It really has been a pleasure. Did you have you had a, have you had a fun time? I've loved it. Yeah, very, very good. Um, we'll sure we'll have you on in a few weeks again. Um, so what we spoke about today, the reason why we spoke about uh, grief um, and just the things we're going through, is the whole point, which we always say in every every episode is how we feel like if we open up more and we speak about how we deal with things, we'll feel like for one, that will give better advice to people listening who are dealing with similar things to us. And also they might feel more relatable and make them feel, hearing us open up might make them feel more comfortable to open up to others and all that good stuff. Even if we only touch one of your lives, that's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Um, Is there anything we need to promote for Sussex Hockey? Everyone keep the weekend, the first weekend of March free. I believe the Friday Night Lights will be making a return. Wow, no way. Potentially. Well, there was talks of that in the group chat, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Friday Night Lights, round two. Um, So one thing I always say at the end of every episode is if you are struggling with mental health and you do not feel like you have the right networks around you or you just don't feel comfortable speaking to the people around you at university, do not worry because Sussex have their own Sussex Nightline, which is where uh, you can feel to talk about anything with these people. It's 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And that number is... 01273 873 216. I'll say that again. 01273 873 216. Um, yeah, thank you, Emil, for coming on again. Henry Tippers, always a pleasure. It's been an Cheers. absolute pleasure. A lot of fun as usual. Um, well, thank you. We are back for episodes every Thursday weekly now. This one will be going out this Thursday and we're back in turn time. I hopefully go for as long as possible and get ready for loads of different guests coming on in the future and talk about different we'll things. We're looking forward to, we're going to be talking about Dortmund. We're talking about Chelsea yes. and the Bosch United. Yes. All to come. All to come. But anyways, um, hasta la vista and we'll catch you next week. Bye.